man, you guys are probably sitting there going like, whoa, wait a minute, that is not the normal music. What the heck is going on over here? <laughs> well, Happy New Year, everybody. Uh, it is the relaunch of the Best Practices in Human Resources podcast. I am Brenda, the HR lady. Yes, got a new sound, new jive, new groove. Absolutely loving it. And I'm, it's, it's just highly energized. You know, I do like the blues and the jazz that, you know, I used to have with the, with the show before, but man, this is just absolutely cranking it. It's definitely a little bit more reflective of how I feel going into 2022, because I got to tell you, I have an HR hangover from the last two years and I am just so, so ready to move on. Listen, if you've never listened to this show before, it is usually not that outrageous. There's a lot of really good information, and I want to thank you for being here. If you're a returning listener, again, thank you so much, you guys. Thanks for hanging in. We took the show offline for a little while, and part of the reason why we did it is because, to be honest with you, I was a little tucked out. Um, you know, there's there's just so much COVID, 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 and and it was just like the only thing that really we could come up with that started making sense and. And it's just, you know what? It just got to be too freaking much. And matter of fact, it was so much so I actually made a coffee mug out of it. <laughs> and you can find it over on my site. It says all this vaccination stuff it gives me an HR hangover. It's really cool. Uh, <laughs> if you want one, you're more than welcome to go and grab one on the site. Uh, they're, they're pretty sweet. But, um, you know, listen, the whole goal is to, especially with this episode, is to just light you up. Let's get you excited because, oh my gosh, it's it, it just been stupid ridiculous for the last two years. And you know what, 2022, guarantee you the first two years, definite preview going into this year. But you know what, you got a chance to make this year your year now. If you didn't do it last year, you get to make it your year this year. So we're going to be talking about all that stuff. We're, we're talking about HR stuff. We're talking about leadership stuff. This show no longer is just for HR people. This is also for business leaders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, people who want to get ahead, right, in work. I and mean, this is this this show is redesigned now. It's for everybody because there's something in it here for everyone. You want to learn how to to be better at dealing with things like adversity and at work. We're going to be talking about that. So not today, but we're going to be talking about it. So hang in there. Come on back. And you know what? Listen, if you've been listening to the show and you have not left a review, let's help get good information out to the folks out there who are looking for it because they are absolutely thirsty for good stuff. And the reason I know that is because these little videos that I keep putting up in social media are getting a ton of attention. So that's how people find good information is phenomenal people like you leave five-star reviews. So listen, when you get a chance, do me a favor, hop on over and do that. So other people who are looking to make a difference in their world can come on in and listen to stuff. Also, <laughs> last year, okay, Facebook went down. Oh, <laughs> how many of you were like, <gasps> right? There's some people that had businesses on Facebook that because it went down, did not have a backup plan. They did not have anything, but you know what? We've got something really cool. It's an exclusive network. It's an exclusive channel. You can actually find it on my app. It's an exclusive community that is safe and tucked away. We do monitor it for making sure people aren't getting 
little too out of there. We don't want people bullying each other and, you know, stuff like that. But, <clears throat> but it is a place to discuss things. And you know what? We need your help building it because otherwise it's just going to be a boring blank page with me just posting all the time. And that's not how, that's not how we get through tough stuff because it ain't over yet, folks. We're still dealing with this stuff, but you know what? We don't have to come out of it beaten up, broken down. We can come into this year, making it strong, giving yourself the foundation to just literally take whatever challenge comes your way and whoop it and literally just whoop it and, and knock it out. So you can actually go ahead, download the app if you want. Um, there's a lot of access to awesome information in those courses. You can become part of an exclusive community. Like I said, where we, we post our thoughts and ask questions about HR and leadership in today's world. Um, if you're looking for a job, post it up there, Like, Look, tell people that you are actually out looking for a position because we're going to have entrepreneurs coming in who are looking for HR people. Right. So put it out there. Let's, let's, let's grow this thing. And then we don't have to worry about everybody else and what they're doing. We're just focusing on our stuff. So, uh, you can actually download the app and you can get the link over at brendathehrlady.com. And that's where you'll find this. <sighs> And you know what? It's going to be a year. It's all about the win this year. That's what it's all about. It's all about the win. And winning means putting yourself out there, which means that you have to focus on your daily recovery. And, and you know that I'm very passionate about this. Um, it's something that I've adopted. I don't get paid for sharing this, but, uh, you know, Will Branham, friend and retired Navy SEAL that I work with, um, you know, he was back on one of former episodes and he talked about the benefits of utilizing CBD in the broad spectrum, which means that it doesn't have THC in it. And if you haven't like listened to Will's interview, definitely go check out episode number 78. All you need to do is just start Googling him. And he's got some really awesome podcasts out there right now. He's done some fantastic interviews and uh, he's definitely somebody to, to, to definitely follow on. So listen, if you haven't tried it yet, you're more than welcome to try it. You can get 20% off your first order at nw-recovery.com. Use my code, NakedHR. <laughs> you're probably like, Naked what? <laughs> NakedHR, because Get Naked is all about, it's all about being vulnerable. It's all about everything that we're going to be talking about this year and you know what better way to do it take care of your aches and pains and, and all the really great things that comes with uh cbd all right so here we go the most boring part of the podcast is this the legal disclaimer the information that is available through the podcast is for informational purposes only and not for the purpose of providing any formal legal advice you should contact your attorney to obtain legal advice with respect to any particular issue and if you do not have an employment attorney you can go ahead and reach out to me and I'll be able to refer one to you through our friends over at Jackson Lewis. Forest Capital Management is an independent financial advisory firm helping small and medium-sized businesses optimize their retirement plans. Now, whether you sponsor a 401k, a 403b, a pension, or something else, it's hard to stay up to date on the changing industry landscape. So Forest Capital Management helps plan sponsors navigate these changes by focusing on improving the fiduciary governance of the plan, benchmarking plan design, and reducing plan expenses. So to learn more or receive a free plan analysis, contact a friend of this program and Forest Capital Management Advisor, Alex at Alex Clegg, A-C-L-E-G-G -G, at Forest, F-O-R-E-S-T, C-A-P-M.com. 
That's A-C-L-E-G-G at Forest, F-O-R-E-S-T-C-A-P-M dot com. There are approximately 2,500 members of the U.S. Special Operations Community who transition out of active duty military service every single year. The Honor Foundation has dedicated its mission to serving these elite individuals on their journey to prepare for life once they take off the uniform. In the past few years, we've begun our own journey to reach this number, launching three physical campuses in San Diego, California, Virginia Beach, Virginia, and near Wilmington, North Carolina, along with a virtual campus to reach members of the community anywhere on the planet. I spent 26 years in the special operations community as a SEAL. I graduated from THS program, I served on the board of directors, and now I'm proud to lead this organization into the future to continue assisting these transitioning service members and their families. Our dedicated team, our world-class program, and our incredible tribes of supporters are standing by to help THF alumni and future fellows, and are committed to providing the best possible support system and resources to better serve this community. Our vision for the Honor Foundation is clear, to impact every transitioning service member from the U.S. Special Operations Enterprise through our programs and support and to be a catalyst for overhauling the entire DOD transition program. It's a big task, but the community deserves it, and we're driving full steam ahead to make this a reality. If you've been inspired with what the Honor Foundation's done in the last five years, I welcome you all to join us as we craft the next chapter in defining what it means to serve others with honor for life. All right, so those are my people over there. That's um, if you've if you've never heard me talk about it before, um, the Honor Foundation is a fantastic organization that I actually I volunteer about 32 weeks of my time out of the year, uh, helping special operators and special ops supportive staff and personnel transition from active duty over into a civilian career. It's pretty great. I absolutely love it, and um, you know what. Listen, if, if there's anything out there that you're interested in, we're always looking for coaches uh, to become part of the Honor Foundation. If that's the case, and you know what, hit me up. Go ahead and slide on into my DM, uh, my in, my instant messages or my DMs or, or whatever. You can also email me. Um, you know, go ahead and reach out to me on the website, and uh, I'll be happy to be happy to get you some more information. But we are looking for coaches. We're in need of coaches, so. It's a good organization to get involved in. All right. So I mentioned before 2020 year, 2022 is the year to win. It's all about the win this year. I'm sorry. There, there have been too many people that have been defeated, too many people that have been beaten up or, or have the perception of that. When in fact, to be honest with you, the way I look at the last couple of years is there is now more opportunity than ever before. And I look at how the, the world operates, just like how I look at when I invest. When I see everybody's starting to tighten up and a little bit of a pucker factor going on, what happens is that opportunities start slipping through the cracks. So when people get scared and nervous and they start pulling back, they like start selling their assets and they start pocketing their cash, because they're afraid of something, that's when I move in. And I've, and I've been this way for a long time. 
when I see people starting to get very lax and very confident, that's when I start going in. That's when I start protecting my stuff because I know people aren't going to be as responsive to opportunity because they're very comfortable. People respond to opportunity in the light of fear. And it's amazing how that happens. It really, really is. Look, if you're, if you're feeling tired of, of the beat down that we've gotten from the last two near two years and you need some revival, then honestly buckle up because this year it's going to be all about taking what you've learned and being great. And you might be sitting there thinking, it's like, all right, so how do you do that? Like, how do you be great? Well, being great is how you show up in the world. Straightforward. That's what it's about, right? You have two choices. You can show up in a negative mindset, in a scarcity mindset where you're complaining or you suffer from victim mentality, right? And we all know these people too, by the way. And there's always someone blame, there's like blaming somebody else for, for their lack of accomplishment, right? They fall victim to imposter syndrome. Like, oh, I'm never going to be good enough for something like that, right? And I'm going to be honest with you, I lived the majority of my life in a scarcity mindset and it's taken me easily 12 years to get into a better spot than where I was because I lived a life of scarcity and I got really, really good at hiding the negative from other people. I figured out how to push through and continuously achieve while still having all that garbage in my head. But I got to tell you, the cost that was associated with it was people saw me as arrogant. People saw me as having an ego. People even, they knew that I knew the body of everything that I was touching, right? And I made good business sense and that was great. But I didn't have good relationships. I didn't even have like a romantic relationship for a long time struggled in there, right? Because all that stuff seeps out through the cracks. All that scarcity, all that negative, it, it oozes. <laughs> it doesn't come out in like one big blast. It oozes and, and therefore it taints everything else that's around you because that's how you're programmed to see the world when you're in that kind of a mindset. And I was good at it. I mean, I was great at being outwardly happy, carefree, not giving a, you know, not giving a fig. I mean, that's what everybody looked at me, except for the things that were, you know, important. You know, I gave a crap about those things, right? But, but when it came to stuff about me, there's only a few times that I actually stood up for myself. And the rest of the time I was a doormat because I didn't have the foundations or the foundation necessary to actually be great in the world. Now, I'm not sitting here saying that I'm great today. I'm, I'm showing up great. I'm working on it. It's going to be a continuous process. Will I ever master it? <clears throat> I've mastered it in my life today compared to what I used to be. But I also know that in order to master something, it's continuous work all the time. You just don't get to a level and go, da, 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 I'm great. Here I am. Look at me. I've mastered it. Woo! It doesn't work that way. <laughs> you have to constantly work on how you show up in the world. But when you do that, 
then you're constantly in a position of greatness. And you won't have an HR hangover. You won't have a life hangover because those things don't affect you. Being great, showing up great or showing up in greatness really is about embracing and leaning into the challenges that you learn from. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. COVID got shoved down everybody's throats. I mean, literally, there isn't a person in the world, in the world, on this planet. We have 8 billion people with the, probably the exception of indigenous people that have no idea what a paperclip is. There's and everybody got impacted by this. Everyone. There isn't a person that's, that, that cleared it. That's the kind of stuff that has pushed us back, has pushed us down, has pushed us back. And all we saw for two years is fear, fear, fear. Fear, fear, fear. And a small majority of people in this country alone, said, I'm not going to be afraid. And I got to be honest with you, I was really happy I was on that bandwagon because I had so much opportunity come to me in two years that gave me a leg up. I wrote it. I took it and I, man, I just embraced everything. And it was hard and I had sleepless nights and I didn't know whether or not I was going to be successful or not. But you know what? I've now gotten to the point where whatever comes my way, I got this. Bring it. But that's what happens when you show up. That's not arrogance. That's not ego. That's confidence. And when you're, when you're showing up, in confidence, when you're showing up and you're presenting yourself in, in the, the most awesome version that you can be at that moment and never backsliding, stuff's going to happen, but really never losing faith, never losing your grip on climbing that mountain. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to make things happen for yourself that you only thought you could dream of instead of actually going after it. So 2022, look, we're going to have more challenges coming down the pike. We're already starting to get some relief, okay? We're already starting to see it. But there's still more coming at us. And the reason why I know that is because it's life, <laughs> All right, It's just going to happen. So if you want to be able to not ever have another HR hangover again or or really just take on 22 and, and make this about you. Grab the opportunity and get out there and do the best that you can is you got to do two things, right? You've got to embrace and lean into the challenge and then you have to learn from it. We're adults. Well, most of us are. <laughs> just a few of us. <laughs> can use a little help. <laughs> I was one of them many years ago. Uh, I can say that with all earnesty. <clears throat> But we're adults and we require whatever we learn to be relevant because we have to apply it. That's how we learn, right? So it has to be relevant to today and it has to be something that we can apply into tomorrow, all right? So there are things that you can do that are going to help. And we're going to be talking about a lot of this stuff throughout the year. So 
First off, you need to develop yourself in an area that you feel you need to work in. Don't worry about what everybody else says that you need to work in. And, and the reason why I say this is, yes, feedback is a gift, right? Take the feedback, look at it for what it is, and then you decide where in that feedback is something important that you personally want to work in, all right? Not everybody is able to give feedback in a way that is purely objective. And most people will give feedback based on what they would or wouldn't do. And basically what is happening when, when they do that is that they're imposing something in their world on somebody else. And, and that's the damage of name calling, right? It's like when somebody calls somebody a name, like an idiot or jerk or a jackass or, you know, what a fool or uh, what stupid, right? That's a good one. Um, people hear that one a lot. That's somebody imposing something of them onto somebody else. And aside from the fact that it's pushing somebody down so they can rise or make themselves look good, it. I don't want to say it like smothers the person, but it, it prevents them from moving forward in some manner, right? It, it's an emotional verbal assault basically is what it is. But when somebody gives you feedback, like I've had feedback that I didn't agree with, but I listened to it and I actually did step back and say, okay, so if that's the perception, if that's what they're saying, I don't agree with it. I don't believe I'm doing that. You know what, what's the, what is honestly the harm and exploring it just a little bit to see if there really is something in there that I can take for myself and actually make better. I'm not necessarily buying into it, but I'm not skirting it and I'm not dismissing it because somebody saw something enough to say something, whether or not it's really coming from a true place of objectivity, if that makes sense, all right? It's, it doesn't hurt to look at it and say, is this really a thing or not? And if you are, are courageous to do something like that, you're going to be unstoppable. And you know what? I've had feedback that I didn't agree with, but I took that, that little bitty inner look and I'm like, you know, I really, it's, this is, you know, this is aligning with my core values. This is, a, this aligns with how I've committed to, to operate in the world and that's Okay right? It's, it's absolutely fine. In fact, I was telling somebody today that one of the worst things that I have ever done for and to myself was, I was recording a, a, a training course for another business that I own with a, with a retired seal. And we got into talking about mindset. <clears throat> and I told him, I said, you know, I said, the reason why we were doing this is because people connect through stories, right? And I used to be quite the storyteller. I wasn't making things up. I was actually regaling people with my experiences through story. And one of my former jobs had told me, I had a pretty kind of high up person came back and said, nobody wants to hear your stories because they look at you like you're arrogant. And I was like, oh, okay, I did, I really, I really thought I was screwing up. I really, really thought I was screwing up. And, I, and I'll be honest, and I told him, I said, I'll be honest with you, writing my story in the book that, I, that came out last June, The Best Practices in Human Resources, 
how to claw your way from wannabe to VP. I said, do you know how hard it was for me to actually put that in print? Because for so many years now, I believed that my stories were inherently bad. And to be honest with you, the people, the feedback that I get from people reading that book, I get, oh my God, it was like you were talking to me. <laughs> so, you know, look, you've got a vibe. You're, you're, you're going to have a tribe. It's as simple as that. Your people are going to find you, your companies, your opportunities, your, your positions, your CEO, all these people are going to start finding you. When you get good at relaying your stories on how you dealt with things. Because people connect through stories. And when you're interviewing. Yeah, see, he's got something to say about it too. Like every episode. Um, but when you're, when you're telling those stories and, and when people understand. <laughs> Stop it. When people get what you're saying through the context of story then you have the ability to paint a picture inside someone's mind that they can connect with and say, hey, you know what? This person is capable. This person has got the ability to do this. This person gets me because I can now see it like I can visualize it, right? So stories are a way to connect with people. So that's handy tip for the day if you are out looking for another position because there's a whole lot of positions out there right now. Um, you know, that's what I recommend is, is figuring out how you can come up with stories, take your capabilities, take the things that you've done, have an arsenal of stories. You can go out and tell when you're, when you're working on helping people understand what it is that you're able to do for them as far as a job goes. So that's really, that's really awesome. So look, the whole point is develop yourself in an area that you feel you need work in. Simply put, Right. Uh, time collapse your work. And we're, and we're going to be talking about that because that's one of the biggest pieces of feedback that I get, um, right now on what people's challenges are in HR is time. So we're going to be dipping into that this year. So hang on to that. And you know what? The whole goal about this is for you to figure out what is the best version of yourself and then work to become that. Because once you do that, you're giving everything back into the world. And I'm telling you right now, the world is going to show up for you because life happens for you, not to you. So when you do that, all the things that you want, your desires, the people that you want relationships with, those things start to happen. And I promise you, if you make one change right now, uh, well, not right now, but in November and December, we ran 30 day challenges. Well, all right, December's 31, right? So, we, but we ran challenges every day. We gave people the opportunity to step up and we had some, we had some people that pulled through. I mean, they did it and they enjoyed it. They had a blast. We learned things about them, but you know what? They started showing up for us in that group. We started learning who they were because they were telling us, they were telling their stories. They were giving us visuals. It was, it's really awesome. And if you want to join in on our challenge, by all means, hop on over to the uh, Next Gen Women in Facebook group and, and jump in on it because it, it's, it's an absolute blast. I was even doing 75 hard uh, in the middle of the November one and then I, I injured my back. But as soon as I got, you know, my, <laughs> my muscles and everything stopped being angry, I got right back into it again and I didn't give up. I just had to take a little bit of a pause because I'm not going to hurt myself at the same time too. All right. So in 2022, look, take on a goal and a challenge. Take on a goal and a challenge. 
this year, right? And, and, I'll, and I've heard some really great ones, be, and, and I hear these a lot because over in the Next Gen Women in Facebook group, um, we ask three questions for anybody to come into the group. Two of them are, gonna, are this. So the first one is, what is your biggest goal in your HR career? And some of the things that come out are, are pretty awesome. So I hear things like create a happy and healthy work environment, to be a strategic, influential leader for our employees, uh, reach a VP of HR, you know, continue to learn and grow, uh, work my way to a CHRO. Uh, one of them said survival and then laughed, um, which I don't blame her. She probably had an HR hangover too. Um, to be in a position where I'm constantly growing, uh, how to drive strategic initiatives, uh, professional growth, uh, be a strong employee advocate, become a more strategic HR consultant to the businesses that I support, and then help people every step of the way, as well as helping people to be happy at work. Those are all really great goals. Take one on. And those are some ideas. If you don't have a goal, take one of those, right? And then we ask them another question. What's your biggest challenge that you're facing in your HR job? Diversity, you know, influence resistant management. Whew, that's a good one. Uh, recruitment, hiring and recruiting and retention, recruitment and leadership development. It's not just recruiting. It's like, what do we do after when we get them into the door? Time or lack thereof. So whoever you are, hang on. We're going to get to that shortly. Uh, not in this episode, but it's coming. Um, confidence. When I bring my challenges to the table and the pushback is all male driven. All right. That's a very real one for some people. Uh, the volume of work around COVID. Yeah, there's another one, right? Retention, lack of succession planning, staffing, keeping people employed here. Unemployment is below 2% here. So the wages are going up as employers are, are trying to poach other employees. Those are all real world challenges, right? Take one on and become a master of it. Those are, those are all good ones, all of them, every single one of them. So being great, like I said earlier, requires you to grow. And, and some of us want to grow instantly and be great without the growth. And I'll be the first one to raise my hand. That was me. I did not want the adversity and the pain and the callous that comes with growing. I just wanted everything to be beautiful. Like if I literally could paint my world as a Pinterest board, <laughs> I would. As a matter of fact, I think I did at one point. And you know what? It didn't work. It absolutely didn't work. I had everything without the growth. And you know what? It all went away. But you know what? As soon as I started growing, it all came right back. So growth gives you the ability to hang on to what you're actually working on. That's why you take on a challenge and you take on a goal every year. Okay? Some of us believe Honestly, that we are greater than we really are. And we know who those people are. But you know what? We have that conversation with ourselves too. We may not say it. And we may not come, come across that way. But there are things that we believe that we are the best in the world on. And I got news for you. We're not even remotely close. Not even remotely close. Right? I heard in a lecture one day that 80% of leaders believe they are in the top 10% of leaders in the world. <laughs> right? We are not always as great as we really are. Right? Some of us will also never realize how great we are. So now we're on the other end of the spectrum. There are people that will forever, forever peg themselves in a hole because it's easy and it's safe to believe that you are never going to be great because I promise you, 
If you think like that, you are never going to have to face positive adversity a day in your damn life. Now, what kind of existence is that? I, that's not one I want. I had that when I was in high school. I literally believed that throughout middle school and high school. And life would not let me go on that one. It forced me to see that when you show up and be great, you're going to have the things that this world and this universe and God, if you believe them, are able to provide for you. And you're like, what does this have to do with HR? It has everything to do with HR. Because if you can't be great, if you can't show up and be great, how are you going to help people every step of the way? How are you going to help people be happy at work? How are you going to be in a position where you can drive strategic initiatives? How are you going to become the CHRO? How are you going to continue to work and reach the VP position of HR? How are you going to be a strategic influential leader for your employees? How are you going to create a happy and healthy work environment? See where I'm going? If that's what you want, your goals, you got to learn how to show up and be great. You got to learn how to take and ride the punches when they come. And you have to enjoy the victory all at the same time. Okay. Some of us also believe others when they tell us that we aren't great. And that also was me too. Matter of fact, when I heard that, it gave me an excuse to remain ungreat when I was younger because it was easy and it was believable because that's what was going through my head. Right. And I'm here to tell you right now, that's a load of crap because you're amazing. You're already great, but you probably have some ideas or you have some areas in your professional and personal life that just kind of need a little bit of a remodel. That's all they need is just a little remodel. <laughs> That's it. Some new wallpaper, a little paint on the trim, right? <laughs> I know I do. And in October, I came up with a plan and I've personally already put it into place and I'm not going to deviate from it in 2022 because believe it or not, when you put a plan in place, things happen the way they are planned out to happen. That's how this world works. And when you put a place, a plan in place and you don't deviate from it, like you stick to it, it will happen. Here's the other cool part. It won't pan out like you initially thought it would. In fact, you're probably going to have some other things go better than you anticipated. Even though that was the worst grammar on the planet, that's okay. Okay? But if you have a plan and you stick to it, you create one. That's what I do. I do all of my strategic planning every October. Every single October. And then I line everything up. And then November, and October, November and December, I set myself up for success. I make power moves. I put things in place. I change systems. I change processes. I make policies. And you know what happens? Another 10, 12 months out of the year, things happen. Because I understand it. I, you know, I've got, I've got something working for me. And I've had so many people tell me how hard it is for them to come up with an HR strategy. Well, yeah, it's not easy, especially if you've never done it before. And, it, and I tell them simply, if you've never done it before, look, start simple. Throw $25, pick up a copy of my planner. It's already out. And you've got an HR strategy to work for them because it's already a plan that I helped you fit together that is just required. And then you can take that and build from it. Yes, that plan is actually a strategic plan. That planner is a strategic plan. I've never called it that before in the past. 
But it is, it's a strategic plan on how to meet what's required in HR. And, and there's actually room and opportunity for you to put in one or two, three, maybe extra projects throughout the year. That is an HR strategy. It is a basic HR strategy, but it's a place to start from. But if you don't have a plan, even when you decide on what the goal and the challenges that you want to work on, if you don't plan something, it's not, you're, you're going to struggle to get it to happen. And guess what? You're not going to show up to be great. And I don't want that for you. I want to see, I, I want everybody to be successful. Everybody who is living and breathing on this planet right now, in the future, also those that were in the past, everybody by design of this planet and this life is entitled to be great and to be successful. But to do it, you've got to do the work. So get out and break your barriers.